Hey, everybody, before I hang up real quick from this call, I wanted to put this out there. Do you ever want to get a little hint of this show? If you want to know a little bit about what's coming in that episode before, hey, if you are on the Beer Blues and BS Facebook page, every Thursday we put up a sneak preview of the episode that's coming out on Friday. So if you want a special taste of what's coming up, please go over and check out that sneak preview over on Facebook. We're more than excited to have you join us. And uh, as I said, get a taste of the episode that's to come. We got some good stuff coming up. You'll enjoy it. And now, on to the show. Legend tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you were bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and Bold. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cool beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and B.S. The podcast so great it can't be contained in only one state. I am your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, well, not really here, there, there's some distance, but anyway, at least in the same Google Meet call, uh, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Hey, buddy, let's be honest, we're really never in the same area since we do these things remotely but i am stoked because number one we're back together doing this another episode number two made it all the way from our homeland into enemy territory without any shots fired without any pedestrians being struck without driving off the road into the ditch or anything crazy like that here and here we are. And where am I? That's kind of the big question, isn't it? Where am I? Where is Kidder? Before I before I ask you how the hell you're doing this week, I might as well answer that question because I'm sure it's the question that one or two people might be asking. I am in Minneapolis, specifically Bloomington, the Minneapolis area, the Twin Cities metro, just to clarify for those people who are... Minneapolis is its own proper city, so do we need to clarify? So, yes. And uh, I was asking, before we started, I was asking Howard if he knew what this building was behind me. And I'm guessing the resolution hasn't gained uh, any pixels, so uh, would you would you like to take any guesses, perhaps? Uh, no, no, because all I can really see, I, I, I can see a bit of a blue light, a little bit of a red light. It looks to be like there's some sort of light over an entrance, but the pillar on the window kind of blocks it off. 
It definitely um, kills your shot. So it adds to the mystique in the what is this building? I, yeah, I can't I can't tell, Kidder. What is it? What's behind That's you? A, the staple of Minnesota, a holiday gas station. Thank you very much. Oh. You know, they have great coffee. Yeah, I, I assume. Howard, who has traveled snowy. I was gonna say, Howard who's traveled across the state and drank a lot of gas station coffee. Holiday has some pretty decent uh, gas station coffee, if you if you ask me. So out of the quality <laughs> gas station coffees, if you have to bring yourself to that low life of drinking gas station quality, go to Holiday because you can get the top tier of the gas station. Holiday's yeah, not going to sponsor us now, are they? No, you know, because because truthfully, Kidder, the uh, the reason that I I also kind of know this is uh, when Lefty was pregnant with Junior. She, um, she couldn't stand the smell of coffee. And so I unfortunately couldn't make coffee at home because the smell would bother her. So there was a holiday station kind of on my preferred route to work. So I stopped there and yeah, I would drink gas station Fair coffee enough. for nine months. And uh, it's not quite so bad this time around, um, but I, I still haven't made any coffee here at home. Just don't wish to <laughs> just, upset it. to try it. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that you can't see because it's right here. It's an Outback Steakhouse, mate. I don't have the sign in the window. I don't have the sign right here. You know, I mean, it would be good to have the glowing sign right here, like Outback. But yes. Okay. I, I, I'm going to call shenanigans on you now. Right now, Kidder. I, I don't have the I don't have the ref shirt, but earlier... What? In the pre-show, you're like, hey, can you guess the building behind me? And I said, it's an yeah. Outback Steakhouse. And you're like, no. Well, well hey. I was pointing at not, that one. Not that one. But you said building behind me. I'm technically right, man. I was correct. <laughs> okay. All right, you son of a bitch. We're going motionary. Look at this. There. There, there it is. Right right over there. And uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, there's there's no signs right right there. So you, But if we go over there. It's an outback, mate. <clears throat> yeah, oh, it's, it's below me, not behind me. <laughs> it's still technically behind you. I'm calling credit on that one. Yeah, boy. If you it, it, for the audience, if you're like, man, these guys are feisty tonight. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's seven o'clock, and we're <laughs> recording this, which is the like earliest we have ever recorded an episode. So clearly, uh -huh. we're both just still full of pep. It's not our usual like. Oh, we're tired. Let's try to get fired up for this show. Yeah, and we're here for another episode. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, you know, center the shot again. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, you got to have holiday in the background. So then you can think about coffee the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the other thing. Just as a quick note, what's on tap? I didn't stop at holiday for either a 66 ounce soda or apparently a coffee so i have nothing to drink oh. so this might be the world's shortest beer blues and bs yeah well luck <laughs> luckily kidder uh i came prepared for what's on tap Woo. so all right what do you got well i got a mug because uh i'm gonna mix something right here on the show I decided I was treating myself, uh, and so I am going to make 
a uh, basically a Moscow mule, but a prickly pear Moscow mule uh, made with these uh, Western Sun prickly pear vodka. Very Western tasty. Sun vodka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, this is a drink that I learned uh, how to make from a place called Medora Uncorked which is a wine bar located in Medora, North Dakota. So the suspense is killing me because you can't see the glass. It looks like you're just pouring it in your lap. <laughs> Sorry. It, also, for the fans out there who are like, Howard, a Moscow mule you're supposed to have in a, you know, a copper cup. All my copper cups are over at Kidder's Place from the last time I had these, and I made them at Kidder's Place. So this is the best I could do. Um, so and you're you're just tripling the recipe. That's really what it is, because uh, it's going to be one of those nights. Uh, you know, Kidder, uh, as you can tell, um, my bartending experience is nothing. So I I kind of learned from the old. Yeah, this looks good. So uh, yeah, we'll just uh, here is there. I'm pouring it on camera, Kidder, just for you. That should work. If it's not strong enough, I got a little bit left in the bottle. Ah, so, anyway, a prickly pear Moscow mule in a non-conforming glass. That's what Howard's got on tap tonight. Bon appetit, my friend. And uh, what is it? Oh, oh, he's got to add a little more. Might as well just finish the bottle. Let's just... All right, I'm ready. That's what we do here at Beer Blues and BS. We are closers. That's right. We finish our drinks even when we don't like them, except for certain seltzers. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm trying a different ginger beer. It's this Reed's ginger beer. It's not as good as the stuff I normally get, whose name I'm totally blanking on. Um, but it's all that the grocery store had. And of course, Kidder, it's like wind and snow. It's the first snow of the year, so people don't know how to drive on it. So I wasn't going to go to like three different stores to find my preferred ginger beer, so I'm trying this. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm glad that it's at least tolerable, but you might have to add some more of that uh, vodka in there or something like that. I got um, a whole other bottle in the garage, so. All right. So the, that might be coming up in about 15 minutes. <laughs> we'll but see. How you doing, man? I, you know, I, I'm doing all right. It's, uh, it's a short week, or at least feels like it's been a short week. Um, maybe to, to give a little behind the curtain. Um, I know that's usually a segment at the end of the show. But just for viewers, if you're kind of wondering, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday night instead of our usual Friday night because Kidder's going to be attending an event Friday night, hence why he is uh, made the trek down to the Twin Cities. And so when we were trying to figure out how are we going to do the show, what are we going to do, we decided we'll just record a night early. So because uh, the show must go on. I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. canceling a show. I'm not going to miss this. Spending time with my brother from another mother. The good brothers need to get together at least on a weekly basis, which 
leads me to the next point that you're probably going to get to is yes, after the show, Friday Night Rampage, tomorrow, we're going to do another episode of sorts. And then we're going to tie that in with another episode after Saturday's full gear. Two AEW promotions in two days in one city, in one venue. Made it to one awesome bonus episode that is already out now by the time you all are seeing this. So if you haven't watched it, please go back and watch that in the previous uh, videos. Most likely titled something like Beer Blues and BS Bonus at some point in the title. But it'll also include AEW Rampage or AEW Full Gear and probably the word review. Or at least all of those words will be in the comments. And so your search feature is a real good friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try. We'll, uh, we'll definitely try. So, although yeah. clearly, clearly, Kidder, I just need to put the, uh, the hashtag monsterpocalypse into our, uh, into our hashtag thing. Because uh, the uh, Howard's Cave of Wonder on Monsterpocalypse... Uh, the last I looked, we're over 70 views just on oh, YouTube right. on that. So it's still going. It's still picking up steam. Uh, so that's exciting. And the Kickstarter is going amazing. Um, just amazing. Uh, the stuff that has been released so far, oh, it's great. So I'm super happy. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And the, the Kickstarter comments have kind of died down. So it's not quite as feisty as it was when it first came out. And people are like, but I have all of the first version. Why do I need to buy this? Uh, right, right. The the incessant complaining and groveling to then somebody potentially gives in. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, no, they just released, I think it's their fifth add-on, uh, which is all um, buildings. So... You could now buy a set of buildings. It includes things like a, uh, a nuclear power plant, um, a corporate high rise, the Statue of Liberty, the Imperial, uh, the Imperial State Building instead of the Empire State Building. <laughs> so, I, which I have to say, Kidder, I, I, you know, I love the fact that the Empire State Building's in there. I do kind of wish the Chrysler Building uh, was in there because I have a long history with the Chrysler Building. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Two hundred on that. <laughs> Would you like to share any of the, any well, of the history? Yeah, I mean, I, I have to. I have to share because it's kind of a, a running uh, gag. In fact, I have a I have a metal Chrysler building upstairs in my kitchen uh, nowadays. But back when we were in high school, uh, Kidder and I were in band, and as part of band, our senior year, we got to go on a fairly epic road trip. Um, and got to go to Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. I think I got them all. Those were kind of the big four. We did a trip to Salem uh, one day to check that out. Yeah. Um, so we were on this trip, and as we were on this, I picked up a set. It was at a gas station somewhere along the way. I picked up these little pop-up maps. So, you, I mean, they folded down to... Oh, about the size of like my wallet. And you could unfold it and it would pop out and be like, here, here's the whole city of Manhattan. Sweet. You know, it's like, we're. I knew we were going to do some walking around in uh, New York. 
how nice to have a map so I can at least kind of follow where I am and all that. And I love maps. So I picked this up and I'm looking and I found our hotel was on the map. And uh, we just happened to be across the street from the Chrysler building. And uh, I, I made this exclamation out loud. And a, uh, I'll put it this way. One of Kidder's former girlfriends who... I can't call her a friend because I, me and her never really got along. But um, this gal we knew, another band member, asked, you know, what's the Chrysler building? And I couldn't believe that she hadn't ever heard this. And so for the entire rest of the trip, anytime I was near her and there was a picture of the Chrysler building, the actual Chrysler building. I think I even got her once with the reflection of the Chrysler building. Every single time I go, hey, look. And she'd look and I'd be like, it's the goddamn Chrysler building. And I would do this. <laughs> she got so mad at me. And she flipped me off. I forget how many times. But I, I mean, and I, I said the reflection. That was actually one of my favorite ones was uh, the room that Kidder and I shared. We opened it up. And of course, there's a building just right there and i looked out and yes you could see the reflection of it and i'm just like oh hey look at this and she came over and looked she's like what i'm like see the reflection she's like yeah it's the goddamn chrysler bill <laughs> so, it was there in all of its glory yeah so it's become a running gag with me anytime i see the chrysler building i i have to point it out and go yeah hey, look it's the goddamn chrysler building so I, as i said i I have one in my kitchen um, just because it brings me joy. Um, and so I wish there was one in Monster Apocalypse. There's not. But oh well. I still am excited about the game. So, yeah. Maybe you should start posting in the comments and then they'll add one just because uh, you just need to every day post, hey, where's where's the goddamn Chrysler building? <laughs> just keep typing it and you'll either get banned, booed, or they'll give in. I mean, it's worth a shot, right? I, I mean, I, I could. I don't have that kind of time nor energy to do that. But you don't but... take a lunch. So that's a whole 60 minutes of time, Monday through Friday. Just sit there and chat and spam. We need a Chrysler building. We need a Chrysler building. We need a Chrysler building. <laughs> Who else thinks that the goddamn Chrysler building needs to be added to this goddamn game? I just wanted, to, like, if they if they were to ever bring it in, I would love for it to be actually labeled as the goddamn Chrysler Building. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be good if they they gave in for for you. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah, I'm not that lucky though. I, I don't know that I could. It would work for me. You know, I I just yeah. People are more in in there if they're requesting things. They're requesting monsters and such that haven't been released there's even been some where it's people requesting monsters that were in the first version of the game that uh privateer press hasn't put out in the second version so therefore mythic isn't going to put them out so you see some of that in fact one of the add-ons had um box art that was um i forget the monster's name but it was a version one monster and when that popped out up as an add-on um there were people who were, like lost their shit over like it's on the box we're getting this monster oh my god and, and somebody in the comments just like 
you know, for this Kickstarter, Privateer Press has given Mythic a whole bunch of old art. <laughs> they chose to use that. Doesn't mean it's coming. So, yeah, it was it was kind of funny, but yeah. No, oh, well. you win some, you lose some. Yeah, and maybe we'll uh, we as in you will will win, and uh, you get your Chrysler building. If not, maybe I'll just scratch build one. If I ever get time, yeah. I probably could pull that off. Just or find right. a model of the Chrysler building that's the right size. I got options. I got options. I'm sh I wonder what some of the uh, different sites uh, say, like you know, Amazon or Etsy or eBay. Some of the other AliExpress, you know, the direct from China sites <laughs> or something like that. There's got to be something. It's the not quite Chrysler building, or it's the yeah. Well, especially, um, oh, man, Privateer Press had a thing for a while. Um, you know, you always hear about, like, IP theft uh, with with stuff that's manufactured over in China basically being stolen and repurposed. Um, and it was a very big thing in the uh, War Machine and Hordes realm of Privateer Press with that game. Um, there's a set of these... Um, yeah, basically mech toys that you can buy at the dollar store that are basically the models from from War Machine that they have taken and basically made casts of and are selling. So there are people who joke about, well, gosh, if I want this model, instead of paying privateer prices, I just need to go visit a dollar store and I can get a whole bunch of these. So, uh, yeah. IP theft in that case is is kind of sad. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, hopefully you can give us some more updates. Uh, you know, in the next episode of the status, we'll we'll continue this. It's like almost breaking news, but it's more of continuing coverage of Model Gate twenty twenty one. So yeah. We'll, We'll see, but uh, I understand that uh, you've been watching a little bit of television lately. Yeah, um, you know, I, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that I was fighting through a cold, and then Junior caught the same cold, um, and then surprisingly, Lefty has kind of caught the cold, and uh, <laughs> there was a just just to throw oh, this in, God. Kidder, as as some as some. Well, it gets better. Yeah, okay. Let me have this little tangent. Um, yesterday, uh, when Lefty was at work at the hospital, it became known that there had been a COVID exposure. And so they asked, you know, it was basically because she works on the pedi pediatric floor. A parent who had COVID came in, you know, to see their sick kid. And it so there was an exposure. Yeah. And so they asked, does anybody have any symptoms? And Lefty's like, well, I, I mean, I have a little bit of a runny nose, but it's from a cold. And anyway, they flipped out. So she got to stay home today. But mm. last night after her shift, she had to go and get um, COVID tested and such. Probed. Yep. 
and, and it was negative, of course, because it's a cold. But um, yeah, there was well, there was a, there was some flipping out. But yeah, they're like, no, you you, you can't, you can't, because you could possibly have COVID. And she's like, it's a cold. But uh, anyway, because of this, um, because Junior wasn't feeling well, I've watched a lot of Disney Junior, and in particularly uh, his show of choice, which is. Uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So, Kit, allow me to give you a quick review of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, it is a computer animated show featuring classic um, Mickey Mouse characters, such as Mickey and Minnie and Daisy and Donald and Goofy and Pluto um, and a couple other minor ones. Chip and Dale are on there. Has a great theme song and end song sung by the great. Indie and punk band, they might be giants. Ah. So, so that's at least a, a like a woohoo. It actually kind of caught me off guard the first time I was watching this with him. I'm like, that sounds like they might be giants. No. So I watched the end credits closer. I'm like, it is they might be giants. Awesome. Uh, but basically, Kidder, the show basically follows the gang as they solve. Uh, usually a problem of the day, like it's an adventure or a solve a mystery or all sorts of things. The thing about it, here, here's my one negative view. I mean, I will say it is a kid's show, so you have to get used to the the classic, almost Blue's Clues-esque things of like, do you see Pluto? Where is he? <laughs> There's Pluto. Oh, he's behind us? Be over at all oh, today. yeah, there he is. Be you know? over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... So you have to get past that. You know, it's like, okay, fine. But the thing about it is they have a character called Toodles, which is like this floating... It's a Mickey Mouse head, so it's, you know, the, the big circle and the two little circles. But it's like a tablet that can fly has all sorts of weird attachments. And the main thing that Toodles does is he brings the mouse tools. And these are four tools that they, that these characters will use to help solve problems during their adventure. And three of them are known. And one of them is always a mystery mouse tool. Now I will give the show credit. A lot of times they use these items in very creative ways. So I, I'll give them kudos to that. You know, it's not like you can sit there and go, well, gosh, you know, uh, one example, one that's easy is like, oh, they, they have a crane. Well, clearly they're going to lift something heavy at some point, you know, it's like, okay, I got that. But like, I think one of the episodes we watched recently, it's like, and they have a giant ball of coconut cookie dough. It's like, okay, what are you going <clears> to, <throat> what now? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what what are you going to use that for? You know, and then you end up, ends up being that a character is stuck up on a cliff and they use it to catch them as they fall, which physics wise, I don't know that cookie dough is the best thing to dive into. I I, I wouldn't suggest that, but you know, whatever. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm just saying like, there's sometimes they use creatively, but here's my issue. Sometimes they have, as I said, they have this thing, toodles and so many other problems could just be solved if Toodles actually did something. You know, it's like, how can we get up high to see which path to go? Well, let's get a mouse tool. It's like, you have this floating device that can fly. 
Why doesn't it just go up and take a look and go, hey, guys, you want this path? You know? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it has a hand that can grab things at times. It's like, how do we get this out of the tree? Oh, let me grab it. Yeah. Where no, were you yesterday? It, oh, well, you were right, right here. Right. But instead they call him in and it's like, hey, doodles. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Oh, we need this fishing rod with a plunger. Okay. Great. Oh, great. We got it out of the tree. I'm like, the thing can fly. It, it's my one critique. It's, it's like so many of the, uh, of the problems could actually be solved if they just use the floating talking robot that they had at their disposal. Um, yeah. But that said, it's at least tolerable as a, a show. They do some different things. It's much better than Muppet Babies, which he also likes to watch. Where the they problem Muppet Babies. They redid Muppet Babies as a uh, uh, as a CGI show, including adding a character that's not an like an original Muppet. So there's Summer the Penguin, which they added just because they needed another female on the show. Mm. But yeah, it. It's it's not bad, Kidder, except for like every problem on the show tends to be, I feel strongly about something, and I don't want to tell my friends that. And there's like the resolution is always like, well, you should have just told us, and everything's okay. It's like, oh yeah, I, I see that now. It's like that has been the problem and the like plot for so many of those episodes. I'm just kind of like. Oh. So they they become woke essentially. Eh, it, it's it's not that. It's just like lazy story writing. Mm. You know, it's it's just constantly like the episode we watched tonight. It's like Kermit's going away to you know for two days to his grandparents' house. Fozzie Bear's a little ups, you know, a little sad that his best friend is going to be gone for two days. Instead of Fozzie telling Kermit how he feels. Fozzie tries to basically sabotage it so that Kermit will stay and not go to his grandmother's house. And so he saw these shenanigans and it ends up being Fozzie going, well, I'm going to be sad. And it's like, well, hey, you should have told us. Here's some reasons why you shouldn't be sad. Oh, thanks. Uh, but like, that's the plot like constantly like, oh man, we peeked at Summer Penguin's painting and accidentally got destroyed, but instead of telling her, we're going to try and hide it, and in the end, if we just tell her, look, she's able to fix it, else, like, that's just the plot, constantly, like, I've done something that's going to make somebody upset, instead of talking to them, you know, like, yeah, that's like every problem is that, so that one's harder to watch. Yeah, hopefully they make it a little bit better. Uh, I, I threw the Animaniacs on there. I happened to finally be able to watch an episode. They made it in 2019 and uh, rendered it through like beginning of 2020 or something, and it came out later 2020. I watched the episode, and there's still some funny quirks to it, but now it seems that uh, they've added in different wokeness things, and it's like it, this wasn't needed. I mean, there were timely jokes in the original, you know, Animaniacs making fun of Bill Clinton and the saxophone and stuff. I mean, yeah, things that were true and funny. So, uh, I mean, even Pinky and the Brain was, you know, kind of annoying. They made uh, an app on inst the Instagram in there. I don't know. It was just kind of boring to me. Maybe uh, just because I got older. I don't know. But whatever. Same thing with 
Legends of the Hidden Temple. <coughs> I yeah. uh, watched this past weekend's uh, episode, and Kirk Fogg makes an appearance. He is lying in wait in the dark forest. And the contestants who made it to the Temple Run were contestants on the original Legends show back when they were kids. So that was kind of interesting. But uh, again, running through the dark forest, there's Kirk Fogg and a cameraman hiding in the palm trees. Scare the bejesus out of the dude. And then, hey, uh, yeah, you're the dark forest. I'm like, why is he in there? It should be this stupid host in there because that's scarier and more annoying put kirk fogg back on the main microphone so then we can actually have a show whatever i see you, you were thinking about something legends as well yeah well you know kidder um episode 33 i i've i've gotten edited and in there we spent a good chunk of time on legends of the hidden temple especially this new run but there was a question of the size of the temple, you know, and if it was bigger or smaller. And so I did a little bit of research digging in to try Ooh. and find out. Um, but in doing so, I found a page that had some very interesting stats about uh, the original run of Legends of the Hidden Temple. I thought they were interesting. I thought they were worth a share. And so I, I thought I would just share them uh, and get your reaction to these interesting. Absolutely. Um, interesting stats about one of our favorite uh, shows. Um, so that the first one, because this one always comes up, we all know you're a big Silver Snakes uh, fan. Uh, but here's the interesting, uh, the green monkeys and the silver snakes share the record for most temple competitions over the show's three seasons. Uh, so they both managed to have eight completed temple runs yet out of the number of times going into the temple, the green monkeys had a slightly better percentage. So green monkeys would go in 24% of the time versus the silver snakes, 21% of the time. However, the Silver Snakes tended to have the fastest contestants on the show. So, interesting there. Mm -hmm. uh, the first season's temple featured nine different layouts as rooms changed almost each day of taping. Uh, the second season's temple featured five different layouts. Um, and season three's temple never changed the layout. So... And as the show ran, they just stopped changing uh, the layout. <laughs> the only room in the temple that was featured in all 120 episodes was... Do you want to take a guess? The Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Yeah, you'd be correct. It's the only one to have been in all 120 episodes of the show. How do you get uh, together? Base, yeah. middle, top. <laughs> yeah, there were over 45 different rooms that were featured across uh, the 120 episode span. So a lot of uh, rooms that were there and then uh, not. Um, not all of the actuators in the temple, when hit, would open doors. So there were just yep. some doors that didn't ever really Never open. Opened, yep. 
Uh, yep, as temple layouts changed, many were removed from the temple or made completely inactive. This is made obvious uh, with the corner doors between the swamp area and the ancient warriors area, which was the area directly right of the Shrine of the Silver Monkey and Tomb of the Ancient King slash Dark Forest. Despite their actuators being completely inactive for most of the series and left with no way to transverse through them, uh, they were still opened with the other doors after the team grabbed uh, the day's artifact. So, yeah, some doors that just you never were going to get through. Nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, the only two episodes were the stone wall connecting the two southwesternmost rooms could not be broken were the keys to the Alhambra, which was episode eight, and the imperial purple robe of Empress Theodora, episode 49. Hmm. So, um, and then some fun stats on the temple runs themselves. Uh, three seasons of the show aired 120 episodes. Of those 120 episodes, only 33 episodes featured teams successfully getting out of the temple with the artifact. 17 episodes featured a player grabbing the artifact with time remaining, but running out of time as he or she, you know, before they could make it out of the temple. Uh, making a total of 50 episodes in which the artifact was actually snatched up. The fastest completion of the temple run was in the Mask of Shaka Zulu, which was episode 28. Uh, the player completed the temple in a minute and 46 seconds without <laughs> help from his partner. However, this was arguably the easiest temple design. The player encountered no locked doors, uh, and this was due to a production error the door leading from the holes of uh, Python to the Tomb of the Ancient Kings, where the artifact was located, was supposed to be locked. And it wasn't. Well, yeah. There you go, kid. You're going to space camp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you exclude that one because of the air, uh, the next fastest was um, it, from the episode The Ivory Hunting Horn of Roland, episode 101, which was completed in a minute and 49 seconds. Awesome. Uh, the the quickest loss happened just a minute 32 into the run in uh, Elizabeth's, Elizabeth the First Golden Ship, which was episode five. The concentration of temple guards in the three rooms the team entered prevented them from going further. So they basically just boom, 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 ran into the guards. And that's the next episode I have to watch as I am uh, slowly re-watching the episode. <laughs> Well, sorry for the spoiler, but uh, enjoy that uh, as a fun yes, fact. Yes, the 20-year-old spoiler <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that I've probably seen five, six times. Times, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, four temple runs were completed with a single second left on the clock. The closest failed acquisition of an artifact was in The Dragon Lady and the Blue Pearl, episode 33. Uh, second runner Jennifer in this run entered the artifacts room, the holes of Python, with 10 seconds left and scurried past the obstacles only to fall a finger's length short of the pearl. Yeah. So that that's a tough one. Uh, the closest wins were in Galileo's Cannonball, uh, the mm -hmm. Applewood Amulet of Amarillo Zapata, and the Milk Bucket of Friedrichs, all of which ended on one second left. So, mm -hmm. some close ones. I think the Cannonball was uh, episode four or mm -hmm. three. 
Yeah. Uh, Through. Yeah, three temple runs involve the player who entered the temple grabbing the artifact without encountering a single temple guard. These runs were the enormous iron nose ring of Babe the Ox uh, from season two and the much heralded helmet of Sir Galwin uh, and the broken trident of Poseidon, both from season three. However, only the enormous iron nose ring and the much heralded helmet episodes ended with the player successfully getting out of the temple with the artifact. Uh, in the Broken Trident episode, the player, Kimberly, was startled by the noise of all the locked doors opening upon her grabbing the, the trident in the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. So she forgot she needed to get out of the temple carrying the object. Upon entering the room of the ancient warrior, she put down the trident and attempted to run out of the temple without it. Fog then yelled for her to go back and get it. She went back to get it, but went down into the tomb of the headless kings through the chamber of sacred markers, and time ran out just as she entered uh, the ledges. So, whoops! Ouch! That's a tough. That's a tough yeah. loss. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The first solo run completion occurred in the Star of Sultan Saldin, Episode 7. Uh, Leah went from the Room of the Three Gargoyles to the Observatory and got out with 20 seconds left. Also, what is most wildly noted is the Temple Guard in the Cave of Sights that is spotted on the floor. Because she was on her way out of the Temple with the Star in hand, the Guard was rendered out of play. Many fans humorously commented on the Guard failing to disappear, literally. So, <laughs> something for you to watch as you're continuing to go through the series is... Uh, He's dead, Jim. <laughs> yep. The trident killed him. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Uh, in the temple run of Henry VIII's Great Seal, uh, episode 14, one of the contestants, the team's follow-up runner, was so startled by the temple guard's appearance that he literally ran out of the temple's cross-sectioned boundaries and onto the main studio floor. As many speculated that he was disqualified, the speculation was irrelevant considering he only possessed half of a pendant upon encountering the guard and was uh, to be ejected from the temple ending the run. So... Mm. I always wondered why, you know, if anybody had ever kind of just escaped out that way, but yeah, Jeez, apparently, yeah. Uh, uh, in the pendant of Kamehameha, episode 11, the temple guard missed his cue in the dungeon, allowing the second contestant to plow through the wall into the tomb of the ancient kings, forcing the temple guard to follow the contestant into the tomb to capture her. <laughs> yeah. Come, come back here. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, especially, you have to imagine that guy's like, okay, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. It's my big moment. It's my big moment. Get ready. Get ready. Oh, there she went. <laughs> so uh, there's a bunch more of these, but uh, I, they're all kind of interesting. I'll put a link to the show notes. If you want more of these kind of interesting uh, trivia tidbits, um, go check that out. Check the show notes because um, I could be reading for quite a while. But uh <laughs> So, some real cool facts about this uh, about the show. So, some some interesting so trivia for you. Yeah, I love it. I love the trivia. So before before we hit the bricks for uh, for this evening, uh, today being the eleventh day of the eleventh month, and not quite the eleventh hour, at least in our time zone, um, we still would like to take a moment and thank all of our 
brave men and women in uh, this country and of course uh, you know Canada and uh, the other countries around us uh, our allies for uh, all of their sacrifices and their families sacrifices uh, for those veterans who are still here with us thank you for your service uh, I hope that uh, you you know can have some peace and had a um, hopefully decent enough or wonderful enough Veterans Day uh, depending on your branch of the service and the, the experiences that uh, you had and and have with you to this day uh, understand that it can be difficult and so I, I hope that today at least brings some peace to you and your family so uh, thank you from all of us here at the Triple B for your service and uh, helping this country stay the free world uh, that we continue to live in. So USA, baby. Uh, thank you for all of us here, Triple B. Yeah. Well, Kidder, uh, I know you got some plans for this evening, and I don't want to keep you too gonna, long. Going to get out back, baby. Yeah. And meeting up with the Midnight Rocker 101, have a couple beverages, share a couple stories that may uh, or may not have been shared on this episode uh, last week of our of our uh, fancy show here with the Good Brothers. So yeah. we're going to have some fun. Yeah, uh, but for you, the audience, I know you're thinking like, wait, 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 you guys are done already. This is too short. I need more Beer Blues BS. I'm accustomed to two hours of the Good Brothers banter. Uh, don't worry, uh, because Future Howard is going to fill it in with some clips from past shows, some extra stuff from Woo! behind the curtains to kind of fluff out this episode, uh, something that he's been wanting to do for a while. He's going to do it to make uh, make the most out of this shortened show. So you, trust us, you're going to get a, a full episode out of us. That is a negative impact. I repeat, that is a negative impact. Negative impact, sir. Negative impact. That's the goddamn Chrysler building we're talking about here. I was going to say, Kidder, you know, it seems that there's this pattern. I think we should just adopt it right here, right now. <laughs> okay. Because I always make you do the shameless plugs. Yeah. So we should just we should just make it a thing. I'll do the kickoff. You do the shameless plugs at the end, and we'll just call it good. And stop having that debate. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter to me. That's why I made the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> did I'm I, just did I even? It, uh, yeah, I, I made it. Uh, I made it a video, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, yeah. I can't even remember what the hell I sent you. I remember what it looks like, but I didn't remember what the hell I did because I did it and then I'm off to something else and whatever. So, all right. Yeah. Nope. I got it. It looks good. So, yeah. Awesome. No, uh, I'm glad that you liked it and that it worked. Or at least I assume it worked because you said you liked it. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I had a little, uh, I did a little voiceover for it that just said, hey, thanks for watching. You know, just a little wrap up thing. Nothing mm -hmm. special. Yeah, so, I figured and then, that you uh, end up throwing the music on or, or some kind of music to just 
play it out. Yep. Yep. And I kind of got, I've kind of got it down now where like I can time the video or at least the narration and, and such with that video clip. So it works well and it just bleeds over a little bit. So as we start wrapping up, uh, the music's already starting to play up as we're, we're going up. It actually has been pretty good uh, with kind of our production side of things. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm good with that. I, I figured you would be. I figured you would be. Hi. Is this mm-hmm. gumble to gumble? It is now. Do we have to pay royalties so. to that? I probably shouldn't ask. <laughs> oh, am I kicking off? <laughs> is that what we agreed on? Uh, you know, I, I proposed that and then you mocked it heavily. So I don't know if you agreed to it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do it, though. Not a problem. Go for it, as they say. I have the first episode done in the sense that have kind of got the audio lined up as best it can be. Sure. Have I have the space for the intro, the outro. I kind of have that laid out. I got most of the second episode with all the different breaks. There's a lot of going in and trying to get the sound <laughs> yeah. lined up. That, that, it was, that was dumb. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things that when we do put these up, usually there's a little description you put about the episode. And I, I actually changed the title to the second episode. So instead of being the sequel, mm-hmm. it's now plagued by leg. So it's good. That's good. I, you know, I, I figure just put it out there right away that, you know what, this episode is rough. We know it's rough, but, uh, the third one gets better. Um, technology did not want to help us. That's for sure. You know, Hey, we had a bad episode. At least it was our second one, but mm. otherwise, like the third episode, the sound I, from what I've watched of that episode, the sound is on. So that one should take me no time whatsoever. That should be the way it should be of us just slapping mm-hmm. the intro on, slapping the outro on mm-hmm. me, putting a little thing after the outro, just one of these fun talking segments that yeah. we do out of recording. And, uh, and such so we should be able to roll these out pretty quick yeah now that we got all the kinks out but i'm kind of glad we took a month just to record and work mm-hmm. out some of these bugs and yeah for the most most part it did well except for maybe in the last minute and i think that was again just because we were coming to the end mm-hmm. so like the last time it flips to me when i did my closing it it showed the little you me logo that's kind of my icon here in the closed captions for just like the briefest of seconds then it popped me up and then as soon as i hit kind of stop record it kind of glitched out a little bit so interesting but otherwise uh everything else i saw seemed to be going pretty well and i was okay with uh us being kind of single on the screen it kind of made for some nice like camera cuts you know sure a little bit interesting yeah yeah because surely what we were talking about wasn't interesting (laughs) (laughs) i mean 
<laughs> yeah, I got other a, things to do. That'd take a lot. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. You, you, you good? No. You, you ready? <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. Okay. I'll wait. I better turn on closed captioning just in case. Because you're frozen again, so it's like you're oh. in the movie. You're frozen. I'm gonna hope that that's only like on your end, and that Google is mm-hmm. picking me up just fine. Yeah, you know you have to let it go. Let it go. Did you read that in a fortune cookie? I did a fortune cookie yesterday, but that was not my fortune. Mm. Well, seven thirty. Good right. time to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're live. Yeah, we have to start recording a little bit because what we have found is Google with its recording. Like the first little bit is always a bit meh, and then as soon as we're done, it's always a little meh. You'd think that it would be an instant thing. But no. I did notice it said starting recording, and it was a good 10 seconds or so before the record symbol came up in the corner there. Mm -hmm. So we've just kind of made it our habit. We start it somewhat early and talk for a bit, and then it's like, okay, we should maybe actually start this. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't complain. It's what gives me all of the uh, material to put at the end of the show. Right. (laughs) Sometimes that's the best part. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes sometimes it is he doesn't like the rest of our content <laughs> I didn't say that it's like my dad who still records his programs on the VHS tape it starts at five minutes before and ends at five minutes after uh, alright you gotta get that pre-roll uh, we've been SP taking or uh, SLP <laughs> soften the weight the oh yeah you gotta get you gotta get your setup rolling so then you too have have some lighting effects oh i've got lights in the office but i'm just oh no we're, so we're not good anymore. we're not good enough for that broadcast quality <laughs> nope nope just that's well, I, only I, for when i stream on the internet no no no, no i not I already, this shitty podcast. i already set up my my laptop at the kitchen table and i was like i don't want to be late so yeah. <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> Got you good. <laughs> so good. I was it was like quarter two and I'm like and uh my uh my parents were over and we were uh dad and I were going to put my weather station up on the roof and we were like I said it's quarter two. <laughs> and we like yeah. just got on the roof. I'm like, no, plenty no, of time. This, is, this isn't gonna happen. Like, uh, let's just think about it. The wind's picking up a little more, gusting to uh, I don't know, thirty. What is it now? Thirty three. So I'm like, well, just come off the roof. It's yeah, we'll do it get day. The uh, episode three is edited. Sweet. I have the audio version. I didn't take the time to. Uh, render out the video because that would that's going to take all night so i'm just gonna 
with that. Sit and spin this evening. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, Sweet. it went pretty fast. It's our longest episode. It's like an hour and a half long. So, right. Yeah, but <clears throat> having the two of them on and and whatnot, I think was was well. well that's episode it. five. I haven't I haven't touched episode oh. five. <laughs> oh, we were blabbing that long for a while, huh? Uh, episode three had the uh, the Star Trek book challenge. Oh, right. And that took, I mean, that was almost 30 minutes alone, just that challenge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we kind of, we hit a little after the hour mark, and then that's when you started your uh, headphone review. I, I, I will have to say, Kate, uh, Kate was down here, and she took... Uh, she took the alphabet book from last week back upstairs, yeah. but she was down here. We were talking about it and she was flipping through and she was even getting upset at some of the things that were, huh. <laughs> she's like, Oh, this book yeah, is I terrible. I have a legitimate gripe. I, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where I, I, I don't know. And maybe some people will give us feedback on it when that episode finally comes out. But it'd be interesting to see just where other people land on it. Because I, I, I don't. I, I think anybody would struggle. Any Star Trek fan would struggle. So, which is pretty bad when that's your target audience. I, I think the toddy the uh toddy, the target audience was yeah I, it's late man it's late um, <clears throat> thought I was tired yeah no uh I didn't I didn't finally go to sleep until like one but we'll talk about that here in a bit um I was gonna say I think your target audience is more of like your dad somebody who grew up with the original series. And, and love the loves the original series mostly you know so somebody kind of your dad's generation who's maybe seen some of the newer star treks but probably holds on to that original series a bit more sure i forgot it to was... grab it i brought a i was going to bring a book that uh, one of Colt's books to show you to go with the uh, star trek alphabet book yeah we we have one called uh, P is for pterodactyl, hmm. and it's all oh. words like that. It's the worst alphabet book ever. Interesting. <laughs> I'd probably do better on that one from how crappy that other book was. How did that make it past oh. editing, like copywriting and editing? Because <laughs> well, just... the people who wrote it and manufactured it don't care for Star Trek. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> They probably just Google search words associated with Star Trek when we get here. <laughs> Omicron Persei 8. Wait a minute. That's the wrong, wrong series. Wrong show. So, Jake, I got a new edition. Yeah, Futurama alphabet book would be weird. Yeah, and I think we can even, uh, like, next week, if we wanted to see if... Nick and Kyle can do it, even though it's Easter weekend. You know, I, I don't know where they're going or what's going on. 
if yeah. we wanted to do that or if we wanted to just mess with stuff because I have Friday off and I'm not going in Friday. Yeah. And I think I have Friday off. <clears throat> I need to look, but I think I do. So, I mean, Friday might be a great time to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And if those guys are in, I kind of would like to get those guys in because it's our big fifth episode. I say mm-hmm. as if that's like anything, but amazing. But it is the big fifth episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got to celebrate these little achievements. We did Milestones. This for, we did this for a month. <laughs> yeah, we made it through one month. Yeah. We've paid our dues to Google. <laughs> Ugh, my neighbors are outside on their deck. Uh-oh. Party! Hello! Just the windows here suck. Oh. Just open up your window. Hey! Shut the up! We're trying to do a podcast in here! <laughs> See what they say. Then we have some dude in our area that likes to <clears throat> practice his electric guitar at 10 p.m. <laughs> the next steamy rave on. <laughs> he has to. Only thing we can figure he has to be downstairs in like his garage. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible, but when you're wanting to go to bed, it is. Yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. interesting thing that uh, that we learned about this recording. So you, whether you have it in the the three or the quad for you know us in here, it apparently just records one at a time, like a full speaker view. So. Mm. So whoever's talking, yeah. From what, and correct me if I'm wrong. There, Howie Blues. Yeah, no, that's how it goes. Which uh, it, it can be interesting. We get some interesting reaction shots. So, <laughs> well, I was thinking I, that another option could be is uh, using like Streamlabs or Streamlabs OBS to record. Uh, the screen capture or just the program itself, Google Chrome or whatever you're using for a web browser uh, so that you get everybody. Because <clears throat> um, I know it's fairly customizable for what you want to do for like extra layouts or graphics on top. Because uh, I haven't streamed on Twitch for a while, but it uh, does a decent job. Yeah, we started looking at one streaming software thing for it, and then decided, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's uh, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. <laughs> let's just yeah. uh, start a Google business, and uh, then we yeah. can record in Google, and let's get going. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I suppose another option is to uh, play it back later on with uh, the Streamlabs. Uh, so that you can put whatever edits you want in as it's going on. But uh, yeah, there's Streamlabs, which is a little less intuitive. Um, And then there's Streamlabs OBS, which is a little more gamer-focused, but it's still very uh, user-friendly to a point and allows you still to record things live or stream them at the same time, so... This hasn't been too bad. I have the first mm-hmm. two episodes done, edited, ready to go. I'm just waiting on a single graphic from Kidder. 
And then I color me surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm about 15 minutes. I almost in didn't get today off. Room. So shut the. <laughs> so, Fake news factory but, must be uh, once... <laughs> oh, Shit. <laughs> Get you some fake news right here. <laughs> Take two of these. Two of these. Call, Call me, in, me the in the morning. <laughs> no, I kid. So, I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. No, see, that's why I have the real news station right here because this, this is where you can you get go. true reporting. That's yes, right. So, how long do you think it's going to be before you get to say, This episode brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> 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 Every other video ever made <laughs> or Raycons. You know, hmm. I just couldn't live without my Raycons. Let me tell you something about gamer fuel, okay? <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while now. Oh, man. I will say we aren't going to get sponsored by Boulevard Brewing after this episode. Oh. Hashtag ad. I just still haven't well, they wouldn't want to sponsor us anyway. I'm sure they make we don't better want them beer. to sponsor us. <laughs> They just need to send us a case of the good stuff, not the velvety... Not the boulevard of broken dreams. (laughs) (laughs) I walk a lonely road along this this shitty beer I've been drinking alone. Drink alone. Hot shitting on my tongue. (laughs) My wife was picking out every coffee-flavored, fruit-flavored beer that was there. I had to veto a couple of them. So, my first question is why? Why? Because she thought it would be good, you know, podcast fuel. You know, hey, drink this weird beer. You'll have something to talk about. <laughs> this beer shit next. <laughs> Thank so, you, next. <laughs> Needless to say, kidder, I got five more strange beers upstairs. So, Ugh. we're covered. I've got for, a like, perfect place for them. <laughs> <clears throat> Garbage oh. day was yesterday or Wednesday. Yeah. The water the lawn. <laughs> you know what? The, the lawn's looking a bit dry. We could probably dump it out <laughs> there, but then there'd be a big dead spot from how bad the thing the beer is. I was just <laughs> thinking about El Bait Shop today. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna go down that road with uh the High Life Lounge and El Bait Shop right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't want to give away the city you're in. <laughs> if we turn in the next Joe Rogan, then I'll be safe for a few extra weeks at least. A few extra weeks. I mean, you won't have to worry about refinancing the house. You can be able to buy a new one. <laughs> you can Coming to you from an undisclosed location. You can let Sterling have the current one. And then. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll come visit you, Sterling. <laughs> Well, if people really want to find out where you're at, they oh, they can. That's yeah. I saw a uh, news story where um, somebody has been Twitch streaming this uh, stop sign in Massachusetts. Yep. Well, apparently, people then figured out where that intersection was and started ordering people in that neighborhood pizzas uh, for delivery. So, Twitch pulled it the stream because that's a safety issue that they know where they live Jeez. i don't know i mean a bunch of free what are they pizza. gonna swat at stop sign 
Probably. What are they afraid of? <clears throat> people finding the other people there, some stupid thing. So I mean, we can't we can't have that on there. I mean, it's some some popular entertainment that doesn't hurt anybody. So we have to pull that. Yeah, don't so, don't tell us a password while we're recording live. But I, I know oh, we're not oh, shit. live. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> They're going to steal your identities. Your fake identities. <clears throat> uh, actually, in a new tab, if you... I can't. I'm full screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to control alt delete first, and, and then <laughs> make sure you hit shutdown, and that should fix the problem. <laughs> Be up, eh? The old classic modern yep. warfare. That was that was good. Yeah, we got a few so you guys excited that. for Battlefield to be going futuristic. Apparently, it'll be interesting because they've never done really super futuristic, have they? Like COD did for the three years. No, not really. Not that I know. No jetpacks or double jumps or anything. <clears throat> yeah, double jumping. I'm, I think uh, I'll definitely give it a look-see. Was there an actual release date, or is it just sometime later this year? I'm sure you can guess somewhere between October and November. I would assume, but I didn't Holiday see it. 2021. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. find a meme that I saw earlier that I I, <clears throat> I thought was hilarious. And I don't remember which page it was on. I have uh, have one for uh, you as well. It's not really a meme, but just a really bad um, Oh, it might be better if I pull up messages. I sent it to lefty this is a great example of uh, why like good graphic design matters Um, the person who posted this their thing on it was that they said and I'm going to read this first for you but it says such a cute shirt for dog moms and the company that made this actually put, as a description, a perfect shirt for dog lovers. Okay? Okay. So so keep that in mind. This is supposed to be about dogs. And this is uh, what they came up with for a shirt. Let's see if the... <laughs> wow. Their affection is growing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm actually going to forward it to you here. So there you go. Some stiff competition on anybody else being that big of a dog lover. Yeah, I mean, I can like like once you know that it's supposed to be a dog, and you look at it closely, you can go, okay, yeah, I can see it, but that's mm-hmm. not not what you first see with it in the Oops. least. This is what I want. This is what I want. So 
I saw that I'm s- tonight. <laughs> so. I'm sending it on. Because <laughs> why not? I, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to because it's kind of like, did nobody point this out to you before you put it out on the internet? <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't, don't they know that there are people who have meme pages? <laughs> I was going to show you. I got a new thing in the mail. Uh, because we're doing all of this video podcast, I decided to invest. And uh, <clears throat> look at that. Uh, get my- a little storage device. Yeah, you know, just six terabytes of storage. But it's that'll help. Dedicated just just for the podcast. Sweet. It's a business right off Sweet. right there. Yeah. Everybody I've said, yeah. just get a new computer and, and it's a business write off because you're you're using it for for business primarily. I'm like, yeah, but I kinda wanna have it like going first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and I I don't know about you and your taxes, but uh like I never get anywhere close to the uh standard deduction <clears throat> or past that. Well, so almost the deduction of 1000. Well, standard deduction is 24,000. 24, so the only 000. reason you would itemize would be if you had deductions more than 24,000. That's for married filing jointly. I don't know. Again, your mm-hmm. tax situation may may vary. Nor is Howard Blues a representative of H&R Block or any other tax associate. So take this all with a grain but of salt. It, but H&R Block was mentioned specifically, so it's plausible. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so I, I never get see... close to that. I end up taking the standard. So Oh, sure. I did do something kind of cool. So, first of all, can you uh, tell what that is? Can you see what it is? I can't quite make out what it is. All right. There's the end result. Hmm. Probably doesn't look any different, does it? It's uh, (laughs) a... It's a monitor stand or or dual monitor stand. So the one over there is for my other older two monitors. And I got that one going because it actually lowers. My monitors are a lot lower now. And so that it doesn't feel like I'm sitting there looking at the uh, ceiling. Hmm. So that's that was the exciting project. Um, I just haven't put the other two monitors because I got one right here now, and the other one is over there waiting. And I was yeah. going to put them here, probably about here. So, <clears throat> but my laptop's here, so I'd have to pull that forward. And yeah, it's uh, yeah. one thing at a time. Did you notice that uh, I got my uh, my legit headphones? I brought them home because my other headphones were hurting my head in the middle. There's a crease mm. right there. There. I, uh, the infinite wisdom of their design. Look at that. 
it's been a day. It's been a day. <clears> so <throat> I was not gonna I was not gonna notice a thing like that. Well, these are my my official radio. Yeah, I mean, as as soon as you said that, yeah, yeah, I, I recognize the Metallica M on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we both talk about how our laptops are, what our laptops are, mm-hmm. I can tell that the webcam on mine is uh, worse than yours. Yeah, there, there's a clear video quality discrepancy between the two. Yeah, of us. yeah, yeah, just a little. Mm-hmm. Full HD feed off my camera, though, so that hopefully is, you know, very good. As I said, you look good. Me, not so much. So, well, you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Maybe one of these days we'll have, uh, I don't know, 4K webcams and. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at them, you know, I was like, um, yeah, they're 200 yeah, I, bucks. It's like, which is, which is swingable. I could pull that yeah. off if I wanted to. My thing about it though, is like, <laughs> I don't know how well this laptop would do handling like, right. That. So, yeah, you need another laptop. Um, I don't know. That's, um, both of us. Well, and, and we'll just have to see, you know, in the new place, depending on what and how Lefty and I set things up. You know, she's got a desktop that we know we want to hardline in. So I might make that my. Uh... Yeah, I know. This will be uh, the last episode we record with me at this particular setup. Because the, the desk has to go away. All of my games went away. Like if I do that, yeah. you can see. Look at that. So those are all gone. So Wonderful. yeah. So that's part of the project this weekend is I gotta clear this desk. <clears throat> and of oh, course, so I, we forgot to take the stuff out of the back of the matrix when you were here. <laughs> and yeah. the plant. I thought about that yeah. the next morning. I woke up and I was like, uh. oh, yeah, we forgot that stuff. We'll have to do it later. Yeah. Shucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so big, big stuff coming up this week. Oh, not really. Mostly just working on house stuff. So, mm-hmm. Was that coming along okay? So, yeah. Um, we got the bathroom repainted. I just need to really put the uh, toilet paper holder back in, and I have to switch out the toilet seat. But then that's done. Might have a little bit of touch-up here and there, in there, but that's done. I cleaned off my painting desk today, so it's now set up in podcast mode, which right. is also set in a way that I can tear it down and such because part of the directions I got from the stager is I have to tear this down every time. So, oh, yeah, fun. So it's it's 
it should be manageable. Should be manageable. But at least next your, weekend. Go ahead. No, at least your setup isn't as crazy or like permanent. Like with with my boom arm and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. You know. Uh, <laughs> so with the uh, the stands that these lights of ours came in. Yeah. It. Uh, I couldn't get it. The footprint to be small enough to fit on the top of my desk. Hmm. Um. What all am I tied into here? Let's see how how far I can move this. So up on the one side. Trying not to knock everything over. Well, can't quite show you, but I have a giant ceramic coffee mug. Mm-hmm. And so the stand is sitting in the mug. It's <laughs> the only way I could do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Um, this next weekend, the whole plan is to hopefully get everything done. So I think Lefty's going to try and do some coordination because we have to take this beast out along with sure. this bookcase behind me. There's a bookcase there. There's a bookcase up in our room, bookcase in the living room. So. And, and all those are going hutch. to. Uh, the the big beast and the china hutch are going out to my parents' place. They don't have a lot of room, but they can store it, and I don't have to, to like, I just have to get them out of the house stairs-wise, mm-hmm. and then I don't have to worry about the, like, four bookcases, I think, are going over to Rachel and Aaron's, um, which sure. is fine, because, like, I can put all my board games back on them and get them off the floor and such. So. Right. <clears throat> put them there for a while. Yeah. But uh, really, once that's done... It, it's really just packing up some of the last stuff and and then deep cleaning and then hopefully we should be doing photos and putting it up on the market. So that'll be that'll be awesome. Yeah, I just hope it sells. Yeah, that's kind of my my big thing. So because I've been working on this for almost a year now, right? To get it ready. And, no, no, I've I've been. <laughs> Every now and then, looking on the realty sites at what's out there on the market, there's some interesting places. <coughs> Kate and I were looking interesting, at one last good. night. Uh, when I say interesting, I never mean good. I mean oh, that boy. I get enough of a chuckle on them. There was yeah. one we looked at um, that it was like a roller coaster ride, like looking at the place because it's like, You'd see a, like one picture and be like, "Okay, that looks pretty cool," and then like you'd flip to something else and you're like, "Well, that looks sketchy." <laughs> so, mm. so. And it just kept going back and forth with that, where you're like, "Oh, that looks really nice." Why does it look like the water heaters? I mean, it was it was. It's like a basement with cinder blocks, but the cinder blocks only went half up, and then you had beams holding the rest of the house up in the middle of this. 
I don't know if you could call it a basement, but is the water heater just hanging out? That, I don't even want to try and make sense of that. I Give me a sec. I can find <laughs> that photo. There's like the main level. So when I say roller coaster, it's look, like, oh, that doesn't look no, terrible. It looks kind of weird in the middle of like, okay, what the hell's going on up, down, sideways. But well, yeah, it's got a it's got a loft, which is kind of cool. Um, okay, let me find it. I will say they did, they did take a lot of photos of the of the good, but uh, so so there, which is clearly the underside of the house, and you can Ooh. see the water heater just <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just... Oh. It's ridiculous. It's always is. It's I get such a kick out of looking at houses and just kind of going... And what some people do to them. And you just kind of go, wait, and you're asking how much for this? Mm-hmm. Well. No. It's... Exactly. It's uh, it's cool because you didn't get to go through kind of the whole house buying experience where you tour a bunch of places. No, we we purposely looked at a bunch of photos online of different places, and we looked at um just north of here. Uh, we looked at a, it was a twin home or not twin home, but I don't even know what you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> kind of a, a condo, but a side by side duplex, whatever. And that one, it was redone already, even though it wasn't that old. And I mean, it, it you know, it could have worked, <clears throat> but again, the whole, sharing the driveway sharing the backyard sharing the wall even how thick it is it doesn't really matter all of that and then with the house we had a couple addresses for other homes and saw the photos for this and then um drove up and like yep this is the one let's look at it so, yeah, I, I will say, I mean, looking at photos is one thing, but going through some of these places, it's right. It's a trip. Yeah. And I, I remember doing that when we were looking for a house, um, after we moved to Bismarck, <clears throat> going through some of the old, you know, homes from the forties to the eighties, all, mm-hmm. all middle of town, North town, North side of town, south side, and there's all kinds of different things. Some of the stuff was kind of interesting and eclectic, but like, okay, you want to live here, you know, great for like a fireside chat or something, you know, (laughs) set this up, but wasn't really a home. Yeah. So how's it going tonight? Um, not too bad. Glad the week's over. It's been a week. 
<laughs> to give you an idea, just for quite a kind of day, it's been we've made two offers on houses today. Hmm. So Kate worked last night and we got in to see a place at like six o'clock. And we only got 20 minutes to look at it. Hmm. Because then, then that was the next showing and Kate had to get to work. So we saw it. It was good. Uh, I had some qualms about it, but overall, it was a good house, you know. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So we made an offer, but we were one of four offers made on that property. Mm. And, uh, and so we made the offer. Like Kate and I had several conversations through the night while she was at work. Whenever she'd be on a break, she'd give me a call. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we made an offer. Went in, like at eight this morning, made the offer. We didn't get that house. So, uh, but we had a another house that was like right in the running for it. And we made that offer this afternoon. And we gave the owner a deadline of 10 o'clock tomorrow morning to decide. Hmm. And the owner came back and said, well, there's a showing at 11. I'm not committing you to anything, Nat, right now. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. <clears throat> so, we'll see. We'll see. It's quite the house. Quite the house. Very so, good. It'd be nice if we got it, but Kate's still looking just in case. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. But... It's made for a long day today. Mm. Mm -hmm. that, that will happen. Tomorrow we're trying to make the uh, last push to finish all the house stuff. <clears throat> yeah, did I see lemons? You did see lemons. Is there a... Mm -hmm. In fact, part of what I did before the show, uh, one of the things that the stage had me do was actually to hang the Blues Brothers poster back up. Perfect. So I did that right before the show. So, and, uh, so then it uh, ties the room together? or uh... Yeah. Well, she told us uh, for this basement that we should embrace the man cave. And so like, I had to put up some of the fighting suit decor we had down here. and I, I mean, move Kong over a little bit so that he's centered. Oh, okay. So, I got gotcha. you. So trying to embrace that a bit. But she said to put the Blues Brothers up, and I'm like, okay, I'll hmm. put it back up. Sure. So, yeah, one of the things I was going to play with, I didn't end up doing it because I didn't want to necessarily get up. But in our one corner, you can kind of see that it's dark mm -hmm. over yonder. Mm -hmm. So there's no light over there at the bottom of the stairs. So she's like, you guys need to put a light in over there well there's no outlet there's no spot for a lamp anything like that so lefty and i bought this battery powered sconce that's an led and we just have that up on the wall and it's got a little remote control but as you can <laughs> see it's uh, one of the ones from menards with the color changing <laughs> Or Lowe's, I guess yeah. you can get them at Lowe's too. 
Uh, we got this one. End of the Amazon. first one one. Oh, you got on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> so it even has, and this is why I was thinking of doing it, Kidder. I don't know if you saw. It's got a timer on it, so you can set for how long it's on. Oh, look at that! Yeah. So I could so set, set it, it for an, an hour. hour. <laughs> and when, and when the light goes off, it goes it's like, off. Oh shit! Time to go home. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. The light has gone off. It's time for show to end. That's good. So that's good. <laughs> Kidder, you know that I we're working on selling our place, right? Mm-hmm. We had the uh, home inspection mm-hmm. yesterday, and uh, you know when they do that, they test all of the systems and and all of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, three in the morning comes and Junior wakes me up screaming and I go in and give him his passy, give him some Motrin for his teeth because he's teething and get him rocked kind of back to sleep and I set him in his crib and he starts crying again and I let it go thinking we'll go to sleep we'll go to sleep eventually give him time so at about four in the morning when he's still crying I go back in there, go through the kind of the whole routine minus the Motrin again. And I notice at four, I'm like, man, it is really cold in his room. So after I get him back to sleep and in his crib, I go down to our thermostat. The inspector in doing our systems turned off at the end, like just left our system off. Hmm. And so it had dropped like on that level, it was 60 degrees, but it was definitely cold folder in his room oh geez I'm like no wonder the kid's not sleeping because every time he moves he leaves his nice warm pocket that he's in and it's on a cold mattress no wonder he's crying so i kicked my heat in and finally got some sleep at about 4 45 in the morning but yeah R- rookie move on whose part the home inspector Mine? You I don't know. Forgot. Who are you insulting you... here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Sorry if who I needs insulting? Somebody to... <laughs> I'm insulting Sorry if everyone. I expect the guy to leave my system the way he found it. <laughs> Wrong. <clears throat> you got, uh, got your dad's truck or something? No, we're still working out those details. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I got you. It's not like the old days where we actually had the moving company and, you know, mm-hmm. just had to send out a few texts and all of a sudden I'd have an army of people here. Right. I, I know you weren't in on that, Derek, but uh, <clears throat> we had enough people where, if needed, we could move somebody in half an hour. Which, yeah. <laughs> which we did one time for somebody mm-hmm. to get out of an abusive relationship. Yeah, we pulled the U-Haul up to the outside of the apartment when when he left, and uh, we all went up to the apartment. Ready? Yep. All right, let's go. What's yours? <laughs> this, 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 this. And I mean, it wasn't just like you know a couple things here and there. It was. Like dressers and a bed and all kinds of like big ticket stuff. Nice. That's an impressive mm-hmm. use of the resources. 
Yeah. And commendable. Yeah. I think we even took the toilet paper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, no, we, uh, it was one of those things, Kidder and I got asked to help people move so much. And what we did was we just kind of said, okay, yeah, sure. We'll help you move, but, uh, you're going to owe us three moves. So you had to help us move somebody else three times. That was kind of your payment. Nice. And it, most of the time people had fun with us doing this. There was a lot of humor. Mm-hmm. So you get people who would do more than the three, but it, it helps. Then anytime that we had to like move somebody, it's you just send out like, Hey, we have to move somebody who's in. And <laughs> yeah. And, but then we, yeah, we had that time we cleared out an apartment in 30 minutes. So nice. <clears throat> we were driving driving away and and we still had uh like i don't know half an hour or or more until uh until you're supposed to be back well no because we only had 30 minutes to move them that's why it was Mm -hmm. like on the deadline because i remember the the mom was was telling us like i didn't expect you guys to get half this stuff (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) it's like uh no we're uh we're pretty good we're pretty motivated (laughs) (laughs) it was good yeah yeah so no i wish wish we had all those people start of the second period here we go no i i kid you not i literally purchased this on monday Mm-hmm. So that would be here in time just for that gag at the beginning. Well, that's the, the, the best <laughs> thing about having like Amazon primes, so then you, you hopefully get it in two days. It was longer than two days, but I'm not complaining. It made it here in time for this show. Right. I could do the Howard the ref joke. Right. That's all I care about. Right. So. Now you're going to have to wear it under every, uh, uh, like, just wear it in case we use it. <laughs> so then you just, Howard the Ref cut two minutes, two minutes for embellishment. Yeah, we'll see about that. All right. <laughs> Although it is, it is actually very comfortable. It looks just, comfy in it. Uh, like a regular polo or something. No, it's a, it's actually an official official it's not unfortunate so it's not a hockey <laughs> referee it's, it's an official official uniform so, yeah. uh but no i have not actually, had enough drinks to have that be funny doesn't matter but yeah so yeah like uh, the only thing basketball I, uh football actually oh okay so, unfortunately, the, like the hockey ones were like forty bucks. Yeah, and it was kind of one of those like, do I really want to spend forty bucks on a joke? I mean, if you count uh, some of the things that I've done, yeah, mm, that's, why not? That's okay. I'm 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 happy with it. It fits well. It's right. comfy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know I had to make sure I wore like the one hoodie I own that has a zipper in the front just so that I could do that. That was good. That was there good. was there was planning, man. There was planning. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, I'm sad nobody else got to see it in real time. But that's okay. Hopefully, we'll get a couple laps in the video. Now you got to make a lower third for Howard the ref, though. I hope you know. I I will say, Kidder, I did uh, download a sound clip of the Avalanche goal horn. Yeah, sweet. Because last week during the podcast, the Avs scored. Uh huh. And you wouldn't go. And I did the same thing. (laughs) And and, and I, I literally played the horn then with it so when you go goal <laughs> awesome so i kept it i'll I do love it again it. this week. i love it i love it and we are quite twisted uh, you know as i said i try and have some fun while i'm editing these and it was just one of those things that struck me because you were like mid other sentence and then you're like at avalanche go i'm like <laughs> Oh, uh, on. <laughs> I love it. What was that? <laughs> I got a new addition. I see that. Obviously, you know who that is. I hope. <laughs> I hope Maybe. I know. Possibly. Listen, it's been a day. Yeah. It has been a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. I'm a little upset at Yoast. He ruined a joke in the last episode. Yeah, he ruined a joke. Mm-hmm. Scored a goal right as I was going for the punchline. Well, you know, <laughs> he's, he's just pissed because Jost is cooler. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in uh, seeing your thoughts on that that cadre hit. I, I know when I pulled up some other stuff, there there were a few of them, a few clips that were around. But I I thought it was pretty stupid myself. Well, especially if they're talking about banning him, you know. <clears throat> yeah, apparently as part of the the uh, the league rules or or however they determine this sort of thing that a ban was a possibility. And I'm like, okay. That seems a little, a little harsh. It's not like he put the guy in a coma. Well, and, you know, there have been bad hits. Let's hear you I didn't know exactly where it happened on the ice, so I wasn't quite looking in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> I mean, you can see where his shoulder comes up. Or I shouldn't even say comes up because in everything that I've watched, it's in a straight line across. Like he, It doesn't look like he purposely pulls his shoulder up. If anything... I feel he was trying to turn the other direction. I'm hoping for uh, another shot of it here. But, I mean, he does hit him high. You feel it was a little high? I, I mean, I feel it's high. You know, 
I guess the thing that I would question, I was trying to see if they gave me yet another view of it. From the one angle, yeah, see, he part of it is he he does leave the ice in in the hit. So on the last angle I was looking at, I mean, he he gets off the ice. So. Did, I mean, did he raise to do that? Not so much, but he did pop up a little bit. And is it is it a banable offense? Uh, I have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a major penalty. I mean, it's definitely charging at the least. Or, but, but do you, I mean, do do you think that it's an eight game suspension worthy? You know, I, I I guess I don't mind the eight-game suspension if that's all it is, right? If it's eight games plus mm-hmm. a banning, uh, I think that that's, you know, maybe a bit too much. I mean, yes, Cadre, you can find him on compilation videos. He has been known to really have some dirty hits and some dirty plays. Mm. Like I, I've seen him in those. Doesn't, doesn't spread. However, at least in my recent history and knowledge, like he's played pretty clean, especially since coming to the apps. Yeah. He takes some penalties every once in a while, but nothing that's like dirty where I would, I would be sitting there thinking of, yeah, that's crap. You know what I mean? Right. Most of most of his dirty hits I've seen was when he was with the Maple Leafs. So, I mean, this is, to me, it's a player who has apparently learned, you know, like those hits aren't good, mm-hmm. you know, it ends up in the box and such. This... I will say, I mean, the thing to think about, I heard a commentator uh, talking about playoff hockey. Um, I think it was a former player, and I can't remember which commentator. But the mindset they talk about when you get to the playoffs is different mm-hmm. than during like the regular season. When you get right. to the playoffs, like the intensity goes up. The oh, focus absolutely. goes up. And the pressure to not make a mistake goes through the roof because you don't want to be the guy who blows it for your team. <laughs> yep. You know, and so, you know, there's, there's an enthusiasm and an intensity that comes with those sorts of situations. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, being an off ice official for high school hockey, you never really saw like either century or Bismarck, get really intense with like a team like Hayes and Beulah, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's an easy game for them. But when they played against each other, Century versus Bismarck, like the level stepped up, the play stepped up, the frustrations go up, and you saw a lot of hits, you know? You, you saw that, and I think that's what you're seeing here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's intensity. It's it's that. It's a bad hit. It's an, you know, I'll give it that. I'm I'm okay with the suspension in that case because you're trying to 
you're trying to cut down on that. But yeah, if you ban him for that, you know, especially I understand the whole, well, we're going to take his past play into it's like, but has he had a pull? You know, he hasn't had an incident like this since he joined the Avs and he's been with the Avs for what, two years now? I think so. I mean, you know, it seems like he's been there long enough. Right. You know, I, I, I can understand that, you know, it's it's one of those things. If you're constantly being a dirty player and you're constantly hitting people like that and you're possibly causing injury, I could see a ban. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, I, I, you can go back in the history of hockey and you can see some things that are much more violent, much more damaging, much more. Mm-hmm crazy that didn't lead to player bans yeah you know i'm i'm thinking of um oh gosh who hit brashear i like how they talked about unable to play this asset yeah stupid how'd my remote go I like how they talked about the Knights versus the Mild, but they didn't show the score. Okay, so yeah, McSorley was um, the guy who hit Brashear, and that was with the stick, and McSorley didn't play. So that's not the incident I'm thinking of. What's the incident? Um, Yeah, it's actually a Colorado Avalanche story. Um, Steve hmm. Moore of the Colorado Avalanche, he was paralyzed after being sucker punched by Todd Bertuzzi. Um, Bertuzzi was on the abs or not? No, was, uh, Moore was. Hmm. Um, Bertuzzi would... Yeah, basically pile on to Moore from the back, basically drove his head into the ice. Uh, Moore would be left paralyzed. Uh, Batuzzi would eventually, though, get to return to the uh, hmm. to the NHL. So crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you have that—an incident where a player. Someone was actually hurt. Was actually hurt, paralyzed, career done. Life changed forever. Mm -hmm. And the guy spends one season, which was the lockout season, not playing and comes back. It's dumb. So so that's that's where I guess and I understand like the change in mindset. Cracking down on that. Yeah. Totally get that. Totally understand um, that, but this seems a little. That seems a little harsh. But I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to be somewhat objective in this. But because <laughs> I mean, it'd be really easy to be like, "Well, I'm a Colorado Avs fan, and no, I mean, Cadre's totally innocent." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I mean, maybe it's just because I was tired or maybe because, you know, it was in the game. So they only showed a few of those hits and then he was off 
uh, obviously Kadri was ejected, but then the the Blues player was just brought to the dark room for concussion protocols. They never they just said that he wasn't returning either, but they never said, yeah, uh, he's done for the week for the month. He's not. He was injured. No, they they never said any of that. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, it's it's a fine line, you know. Wednesday night's game was on CNBC. Hockey fans, after tonight's game, join us for Shark Tank, where one lucky person or many lucky people may get an offer for what they have to pitch. Join Shark Tank after this exciting hockey game. I I, I know you don't tend to follow uh, the Minnesota Mild. But have you uh, have you have you heard on the uh, Zach Parisi stuff? I saw something about uh, how he's not as good now, or something. Well, the the organization views that he's not as good, yeah, as he once was, and so they have. Uh, he's he's not even dressing. He's not playing. Wow. Yeah. And now Minnesota's in a, a tough spot because you have this guy who is a veteran player who still has four years left <laughs> on his contract. <laughs> wow. At least so, let him play. I mean, they dropped him uh, right before the playoffs. He was down to like playing the fourth line and maybe playing like eight to 10 minutes a game. And then they had a couple players come back from injury, and Parisi was, uh, yeah, told. And, of Mm. course, Minnesota's been keeping reporters away from their uh, players. So we haven't got to see uh, Parisi vent about this. Mm. So one of the commentators I was listening to said, just wait till we actually get to interview Parisi. And uh, I'm sure he's not happy. Well, yeah. You know. That's they brought, dumb. It, it is. And I understand. I mean, you and I both are Zach Parisi fans as much as we, I think, give Minnesota crap. Oh, I was yeah. disappointed that he ended up with the Wild, but I mean, get to see him a little bit more. I, I would have preferred uh, had he been good. Or, I mean, he was good. I, I, uh, I obviously don't know how well he's been doing or clearly, I guess, he hasn't been doing that well. <clears throat> But maybe he comes to the avalanche and he, and he kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I think part of it is just a, you know, he is getting up there in, you know, in years. He's he's older than we are. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's coming up on his 40s. You know, so he is kind of getting up there in years. And if he's not able to produce, you know, but I also look at you know like how much support has he gotten on the wild team that's another one that they brought mm-hmm. him in and ryan Suter. it was all oh, we're we're going for a, we're going for the cup mm-hmm. you know and they just i i just don't think they ever got all the pieces they needed for that so yeah uh, period number three start just starting i listened to an interview with him today yeah he was talking about it yeah how that goes? Oh yeah, your sports radio. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to a lot of sports radio. There's a lot of terrible sports radio out there. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we could, we could do better, but then we would have to do sports radio and care. <laughs> you know, so what partially why I was listening to sports radio is I've been listening to the morning talk show on 710 when I go into work. And, and I heard a radio station. These, yeah. But even though they're the sports guys, they're like, look, anybody could tell you the sports scores. We all get up, we look at our phones, we see the sports scores. So instead, here's some shenanigans we're going to talk about. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> can get behind that. Yeah. In fact, when they actually do a, like, the score recap, they do it as press your luck. Oh, so the whole, you know, no whammy, no whammies. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to try and read through whatever the headline is without screwing up by, like, misplacing somebody's name or misquoting a stat or stuttering or. It's interesting. Hmm. So perfect. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah, they're it's interesting. They talked about that actually on one episode where they're like, Yeah, we understand. We're the morning show on a sports channel. We're not talking sports. <coughs> <laughs> you know, Kidder, I was I was gonna mention while I was driving around the state listening to um radio, every time they came to the weather report, mm-hmm. every single one was like today the weather will be cloudy mm-hmm. i'd look out and like there's not a cloud in the sky anywhere where i was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was the most it was the saddest thing as i was driving around <laughs> today it's like there's no clouds where are they getting this info <laughs> so, it was cloudy here for for a while quite a while <clears throat> there yeah, was, i wasn't here yeah but you were <laughs> around here <laughs> left, left, Lefty and I were joking though that one of these days you're going to expand your operation so much mm-hmm. that next thing I know you're going to be hitting me up like, hey, can I put a weather station on your house? That way we have KD, KRDN North and South. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. The problem is um, like my new weather station doesn't have a camera with it. Mm. So <clears throat> there's that part of it and it's not live video so I can't uh, you know just have a, a video stream and whatnot. but with uh, the weather computers we're getting that are showing up next week and then that's my new project and I will be the um the weather caster. Once I set up the weather computers. So that's like the intro. I made a weather update intro. I made a weather alert intro for summer and for winter. I made the banners. So there's a regular banner and then there's an alert banner. Mm. Made the background. But I got to get the computers so then I can actually make the stuff and learn how it works because it doesn't work like this. <laughs> it's much more intense. Ooh. And I haven't used a weather computer since 2007. Ooh. 
and that company was purchased by this company. So, yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. There's a bunch of tutorials and whatnot, and yeah, that uh, that looks like a regional radar graphic. Which yeah, is you a little know. sad because it uh, says it's from the last three hours and it's nothing but blue. Mm-hmm. 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 It came from Eiffel 65. Ah. Then it's a good thing it's not green. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a 90s joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was clearly like 2001. Ugh. <laughs> Still, it's old enough to date us. There are kids who are probably listening just going, what? I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. In fact, hey Google, when was Eiffel 65 a band? I can't believe we're fact-checking ourselves. Oh, it's the one upstairs. I can't hear it. <laughs> oh, well, well, here. My assistant is just over here. I can ask. Hey, Alexa. When was Eiffel 65 a band? Here's something I found on the web. According to LinuxCoin.com, Eiffel 65 was a Grammy-nominated Italian electronic dance group history, formed in the late 1990s and best known for their international hit group, the Barbie. 90s. Mm -hmm. They formed in 1998. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, officially was released in 1999. Vindication! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see here. What else do we get? Uh, the album Europop was released in 1998. Mm. And Blue peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100. Got to number one in the UK, and they were big in Germany, also at number one. Number three in the Italiano charts. The more you know. Right. Man, we keep breaking out facts like this. We're going to have to relabel ourselves as an educational podcast. Well, we might get more viewers that way. <laughs> yeah, and probably more feedback from some teacher. I assigned my class to listen to this podcast. There were some fun facts, but there was an awful lot of swearing and beer drinking. <laughs> nice. Could, could we have more educational content? The facts on the beer labels don't provide enough educational and informative content for television. Probably has some poor kid who gets assigned to the homework of go out, listen to an educational podcast and write a summary of it. I listened to beer, blues and BS. The podcast. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Your first problem or solution. We'll go with solution because we're the ones who were 
actually doing this thing. <laughs> well, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we wrap this show up with some cheap plugs. <laughs> Woo! Let's get uh, uh, cheap, as it were. So, first of all, Facebook. Join us there, Beer Blues BS. Search us on Facebook. Click the thumbs up if you would. Give us a review. Share the episodes with your family and friends because sharing is caring. You can get to that link from our website, beerbluesbs.com, right here on the bottom of the screen. And for those of you listening to us on the various audio services, just check the show notes or type in www.beerbluesbs.com to join us there. You can get some merch, you can get to all of our audio links, and you can get to our uh, video link right there, Beer Blues bs.com if you want to listen to the audio version we're on every single freaking audio service that's out there including spotify iHeartRadio, pandora just to name pretty much the three big ones aside from apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and amazon Podcasts, and a few others but find the whole list right there either on our podbean site or beerbluesbs.com Quick shout out for uh, you to check out the weather page. That is the KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now Twitch stream. That's live 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you with the live weather for North Dakota and beyond. So check it out right there, uh, bottom of your screen. You can see the link and, of course, in the show notes as well. It's twitch.tv slash KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now. So please join that. Check it out. And you can use your free Amazon Prime subscription on there to subscribe to the channel and help us offset the cost of the interwebs. So that's pretty much it. I got some steaks and beverages waiting for me at the Outback. Mike, he's already had his beverage. So right over there, <clears throat> going to have ourselves a nice tasty steak here in the So... Before I go take a wicked digger, have a wonderful week. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. He is Howard Blues over there in the other time zone, in the same time zone, but we're going to go back to the other side of things because we're not down under. We're in the same freaking time zone. So for another edition here in this old dusty trail, it's the Tuscan Highway. Make sure it's a great one. Keep your glass at least half full and Free beer tomorrow. Catch you on down for the next episode of the Triple B. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Chico, get her. <laughs> <laughs>
prison. Welcome to prison? Is that what you said? That's what I, that's what I said. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that bad, I guess. But, you know, I just want to be funny. Ah, I see. And uh, I haven't been able to invest in, uh, you know, the setup here to try and get this uh, correctly uh, established. Yeah, it was a great, great view here. <laughs> that is quite the spectacular hotel ceiling. I mean, it's just great. Gotta love that architectural detail, those beige walls. Look at this popcorn. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, yeah. Look at that popcorn. Mm, straight out of the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 80s. <laughs> I think. I don't know. My architectural history knowledge does not tell me when popcorn ceilings became popular. I'll believe you. We'll go with that. Uh, let's see. Open this up. Oh, oh, it is open. Okay. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1960s. It looks yeah. like on popcorn ceilings. We'll go. We'll go with that. As a quick Google search tells me. So. Ah. Wonderful. So uh, here we go. I'll set set that up. I'm, how about this uh, quality view, huh? Uh, well, I mean, listen. There's no like giant hotels in the background or flying helicopters, but no. That's uh, uh, it. No, could have been worse. You, you, your view could have been like a building. You know how sometimes you have like the hotels that are right like next to each other. Well, there, there's a building right there. Can you tell what that is? Uh, no, the resolution is not that great. <laughs> oh, wait, is that an Outback Steakhouse? Is it that close? Uh, that, no, that is not. Yeah, I can't tell what it is then. I'm, I'm disappointed, though, because the Outback State House, Steakhouse would have been at least comedy, you know. 